you like a spot of tea, love? Yes, that would be lovely, darling. Presenting English in a Teacup, your guide to learning English one sip at a time. Hello there, my name is Charlotte and welcome to English in a Teacup, your guide to improving your spoken and written English one sip at a time. Don't forget this month English in a Teacup is holding the November Challenge. To get involved, click the link in the description and fill out our little language test. Winners will get a shout out on the program as well as the prize of choosing what happens in our next season of English in a Teacup. This week we are going to learn some useful phrases called idiomatic expressions to talk about money and the economy. To assist us in this task is our fine English lady, Miss Finestocrat, who today will be telling us of her terrible experience trying to make ends meet. Trying to make ends meet is an example of an idiomatic expression, which means trying to make enough money to pay for the daily essentials, such as rent or food. Trying to make ends meet is extremely difficult, especially for someone like Miss Finestocrat, who has never had to worry about money before. How is she getting on? Let's find out, but not before first taking a sip of tea. Now we can get started. Well, darlings, where do I start? Life has been absolutely ghastly since I lost my fortune. My money is almost gone and I still can't get a job. They fired me from the home store for hitting a man with a state-of-the-art kettle and they fired me from my own radio show for apparently giving bad advice to listeners. Then I tried to rent out my rooms but my housemates were utterly ghastly and... To top it all, the travel agency is refusing to give me compensation for the holiday from hell I had in Mallorca last week. Well, darlings, I have to admit it, I am flat broke. People used to say I was born with a silver spoon in my mouth. If they could only see me now. Of course, I have tightened my belt by cutting down on my extravagant spending, but there are times when I simply cannot control myself. It is true that I have always been a bit of a shopaholic, and it's quite often that I buy things on impulse. All those wonderful first edition Jane Austen books, pretty dresses, exquisite jewellery and delicious tea. But I am now in the red and the bank refuses to give me a loan. Naturally, everyone tells me that they are in the same boat and that the politicians are to blame for destroying the national economy. 
The unemployment rate is skyrocketing, pensions are plummeting, and the GDP has fallen to an all-time low. Great Britain, once a formidable lion, has lost all its teeth. The situation would be fine now if it weren't for my late husband. You see, in the old days, it was my husband who used to bring home the bacon. I never really knew what he did, something to do with investments and Bitcoin. Only when he died, I realized how much debt he was in. While I believed he was working hard, in fact, he was throwing money down the drain on casinos, fancy watches and other women. And now I am forced to live from hand to mouth calculating my daily expenses to the penny and only buying things that are on discount. It is a miserable existence. How do normal people survive when they have to decide between caviar and a Gucci bag? I have asked my friends to lend a hand. Not a word. I even wrote a letter to Boris Johnson who was one of my husband's best friends. You won't believe what he wrote back. Dear Miss Finestacrap, frightfully sorry, old girl. What awfully bad luck you have. But you know, Lizzie, the whole country is going through a ghastly economic downturn at the moment. We're trying our best to deal with the recession, but it takes time. But keep your chin up, old girl. And don't forget the British motto. Keep calm and carry on. Best regards, Bojo. Keep calm and carry on. The arrogant bastard. If this situation continues, I will be forced to do something quite drastic. I hate living on a budget, and I tell you, I will not put up with it any more. I have always been a fine, respectable English lady, but needs must. Oh no, what is Miss Finestocrat planning? Are her financial circumstances driving her to take drastic action? We will have to find out next time. But, as usual, she has left us with some interesting words and phrases which we can use to talk about money and the economy. Let's take a look at some of them. I am flat broke. After several months trying to earn money, Miss Finestocrat is flat broke. In other words, she doesn't have any money. Imagine that your friends suggest going to a nightclub or a weekend trip, but you don't have any money. You could say, I would love to come, but I'm flat broke at the moment. Another word for flat broke is skint, and it's quite colloquial. But using it in the same way, we could say, I would love to go to Rome with you, but I'm totally skint until payday. Being flat broke or skint 
is not the usual situation for people like Miss Finestocrat, who are born with a silver spoon in their mouth. To be born with a silver spoon in your mouth refers to being born into a wealthy or privileged family. Miss Finestocrat has had advantages or privileges from birth due to her family's wealth and social status. We often use this expression to be born with a silver spoon in your mouth when we are criticizing others for not showing solidarity or support towards lower social classes. For example, it's easy to say poor people should get a good job when you were born with a silver spoon in your mouth. You don't know anything about the difficulties and challenges the working class have to face every day. Of course, I have tightened my belt by cutting down on my extravagant spending. In order to pay for the basics, although in Miss Finestocrat's case, it's difficult to say if basics refer to a carton of milk or a kilo of caviar, Miss Finestocrat has had to tighten her belt, an idiomatic expression, which means she has had to reduce her spending and make more cost-effective choices when shopping. For example, she is cutting down on her extravagant spending, that is, spending less money on expensive new dresses or first edition novels, and using this money instead to pay for more essential things like food or her energy bills. You can use to cut down on in many contexts when you have to reduce your consumption of something. For example, the doctor told me that I have to cut down on sugary drinks and fatty foods. They are having a negative impact on my health. Or, the government is cutting down on spending in the healthcare sector, which has resulted in staff shortages and longer waiting times. We hear another expression for tightening your belt or cutting down on later on in the monologue. I hate living on a budget. A budget is a financial plan for managing your expenses. It means you have designated a specific amount of money for something and you are not allowed to spend more than what you have put aside. For example, you might have a holiday budget a specific amount of money that you can spend when you are on holiday. Or a government might have a national budget, a specific amount of money it has designated to certain public sectors or departments. I have always been a bit of a shopaholic, and it's quite often that I buy things on impulse. Miss Finestocrat loves shopping. She is a shopaholic. Buying things is an addiction. She often buys things on impulse without careful thought. So instead of deciding if she really needs the item or not, she simply goes ahead and buys it. Would you like three or four sugars in your tea, darling? Here are a few more words related to accounting. But I am now in the red and the bank refuses to give me a loan. To be in the red. If you have been spending more money than is available in your bank account, 
you might see your bank account is shown in red numbers or has a minus sign next to it. This means your bank account is in negative and you need to pay money back to the bank. If your bank account has a negative balance, you can say that you are in the red or that you have gone into overdraft. Overdraft is just another way of saying negative balance, where you are in debt. You owe the bank money. Sometimes when you don't have enough money for something, the bank will give you a loan. A loan is an amount of money you can borrow for a period of time, but the agreement is that you pay it back, often with interest. There are many types of loans. Car loans to buy a car, student loans to pay for university fees, business loans if you want to start your own business, or mortgages. This is a loan you ask for if you want to buy a house. When we talk about the economy, we often refer to trends, the direction in which the economy is moving. In this case, we can talk about upward trends and downward trends. The unemployment rate is skyrocketing. Pensions are plummeting and the GDP has fallen to an all-time low. Let's start with upward trends. We all know the word increase to go up. But what other synonyms are there? To rise. Food prices in the UK are rising as a result of high importation taxes. To skyrocket, to increase but dramatically. The birth rate in India is skyrocketing. And what about downward trends? The opposite of increase is decrease to go down, but we can also use the following words. To fall. During COVID, the price of petrol fell by 62.8%. To drop. The pound has dropped to an all-time low. To plummet. To decrease, but dramatically. The number of Facebook users plummeted after the teenage scandal. How well a country is doing economically can also be evaluated by its GDP. GDP stands for Gross Domestic Product, the total value of products and services produced within a country. If this value decreases, for example, due to a fall in consumer spending or rising inflation, it can have a very negative impact on the national economy. In the old days, it was my husband who used to bring home the bacon. <laughs> Don't take this expression too literally. Miss Finestocrat's late husband was not coming home every day with slices of bacon. To bring home the bacon means to earn a living or to be the primary earner in a household or family. You could also say someone is the breadwinner 
And again, this person is not literally coming home with a loaf of bread, but they are the principal member of the family whose money supports the household. Let's think of some other example sentences. In the old days, it was the father who was the breadwinner who brought home the bacon, but now both parents work to support their children. While I believed he was working hard, in fact, he was throwing money down the drain on casinos, fancy watches and other women. It sounds like Miss Finestocrat's husband was not very honest with his wife about what he spent his money on. It seems like he was wasting his money, throwing it down the drain. A drain? is a system designed to carry away water or waste products. For example, in the street, you can find drains on the side of the road, designed to carry away rainwater to prevent the road from flooding. Not only was Miss Finestocrat's husband spending his time in casinos, but he was also having affairs with other women. Tut, tut. And now I am forced to live from hand to mouth, calculating my daily expenses to the penny and only buying things that are on discount. Poor Miss Finestocrat is living with just enough income, income the money she earns, to cover immediate or basic needs without anything extra. She is so desperate, she even writes to the ex-Prime Minister for help. But Boris Johnson blames the situation on the ghastly, awful economic downturn. A downturn is a period of negative economic growth. An example of this could be in 2020, during the COVID-19 pandemic, when production plummeted, unemployment skyrocketed, and many economies collapsed. Another word for downturn is recession, again referring to a period of decreased economic activity due to a fall in GDP, reduced consumer spending, and rising unemployment. The last straw is when Boris Johnson advises Miss Finestocrat to keep calm and carry on. Miss Finestocrat does not wish to keep calm and carry on. She is in the red, living from hand to mouth and needs money fast. She doesn't want to do anything immoral or unethical, but, as she says, needs must. This phrase means that she feels forced to act in a certain way, even though she knows the action is perhaps not the correct one. You can use this expression in other situations. For example, you don't want to work at the weekends, but the project must be completed by Monday. So you could say, I don't enjoy working at the weekends, but needs must when there's an important deadline. Or you really don't want to take out a bank loan, but you are flat broke or skinned. I didn't want to borrow money from the bank, but needs must when you are in the red. Oh, that was a rather lovely spot of tea. Do come again. Well, that is all we have time for today. 
You will find the PDF for this episode in the description as usual. Remember to tune in next week when, as well as learning about the third conditional, we will hear some scandalous news about Miss Finestocrat. What has she done now? In the meantime, you can join in the November competition by clicking the link in the description or following me on my Instagram at English in a Teacup, where I will be providing videos, quizzes and new vocabulary for every episode in my podcast. See you next time for English in a Teacup, naturally served with a lovely spot of tea.